Hello, Next Issue listeners. Daniel here. Today's episode is a very special recording from the Who Needs Sleep 2019 panel that just happened over the weekend. The guys will pretty much discuss everything of best of 2019, movies, TV shows, comic books, and everything related to comic books. We also have a special guest in the panel, Alex Gallimore. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend, but please enjoy the episode and let us know what was your favorite things of 2019. Thank you very much. Enjoy. We have what, one by one scale. Thank it's, you. Sorry, it's not a clone. It's not a clone. We're working on it. Um, <laughs> we uh, we have it's Mavericks tickets. We have um, a Dallas Stars experience where you get to sit in the booth and hang out with um, groups. The groups. Um, we have a, a thirteen ten the ticket experience where you get to go live in studio with the guys and hang out with them. Um, comic books. Perfume, anything you can autographs, get. autographs, we have it all. Um, a Hallmark bundle of movies. Yeah, thanks. For I think you've, that up. I think you've seen all of them. Yeah. Um. Adrian <laughs> loves one calls the heart. I do love one calls the heart. <laughs> he said, "Where can I see a show with so many white people? It makes me sick." <laughs> Hallmark. Yeah, Hallmark. One calls the heart. <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, but. Uh, what we're here right now for is um, this is the Next History Podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm going to host this segment. Um, today I have with me my normal co-host. I have from the um, wherever you can find him. This is Kyle. Sorry, hey, guys. Kyle. What's going on? Colonizer. You know, if he's actually hosting, this is going to be the most he's ever talked on an episode. Yeah. <laughs> this will be the most I've ever talked on an episode. Um, to his left is uh, from the north, uh, from the Dallas Comic Book Club, Josh Rose. Hello. How is everyone? And my other co-host and friend, Mr. Clay Harrison. And stay tuned for our Watchmen panel at four. You got to tune in for that. We've Um, been talking about it so far. I think we've already done the show. Yeah. Yeah. We have a bad habit of that. Um, (laughs) And to my left is a special guest. Um, He's a friend of the show, a budding uh, comic book artist, and... um, he just brought us in his first published work, uh, Cat and Mouse number two. Well, this would be a second, wouldn't it be? Huh? Would it, wouldn't this be a second one? No, he did not work on the first one. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah, thank you for interrupting that. You're um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Alex Gallimore. Hello. Welcome, thank you welcome. For me. Hey, boo. How does it feel to have a published book that you finished in your hand? Uh, it's surreal. And uh, I brought him a. A sketch cover, and that was—I think that was even cooler to have. Can we see? Yeah, yeah. Just a sketch cover. <laughs> this is a bunch of cover. Oh, I thought mad. you did something for oh, him. No, I was like, uh, Adrian got to. Adrian got a oh, special cover. To. Okay. I think he uh, might deserve that cover, getting all of the trouble he's gone through this weekend. Yeah, you think? Uh, <laughs> well, like I said, um, with that being said, once again, we are the Next Issue Podcast. Uh, we talk about comics in the world of comics, uh, and today we're going to run down. Uh, the year that was in the world of comics. Um, how's everybody doing? What did you think of this year, 2019, as far as the world of comics? It was good. Um, 
Clay came back to Marvel. I can't. I, yeah, I. You know, I'm their bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they treat me like crap, and I go back because they sell me X Men. That's it. Kyle, I've enjoyed it a lot. Uh, there's been some stories I was hoping were going to be better, but books like X Men, books like Justice League, and then uh, just seeing stuff like some of the indie stuff that's been coming out that's been really interesting. So. Now, if they'd ever keep their, if DC would get off their butts and actually keep on target with like, oh, Doomsday Clock, Heroes for Crisis, everything that else. That comes out this week. Who, the big two never keep schedule. Marvel's that's, done a lot better than DC recently. Well, no, the area, uh, War of the Gods. Or the, that's no, War of the Realms. War of the Realms uh, came out staggered. Uh, they, they, have, they have a miss every once in a while. Um, yeah, I know I'm not comparing it to the, the final issue of this mega series that's been tying Watchmen and the DC Universe together, but... Yeah. But <laughs> we, got, we got relaunches of, like, the new Legion of Superheroes. You have Superman. Just, uh, I think I, well, Bendis, I, Bendis, Bendis. Well, no, I was going to say, I just read the most recent issue with number 18 where Superman outs his identity. There hasn't Saw been that. this big of a thing since Spider-Man said he was Peter Parker. Well, I'm sure Bendis said, hey, if I come over there, I have plans. So, And we'll see where that goes. Alex, I know you work a lot. Probably don't get to read comics as much, but you do probably make time to watch comic book TV shows and movies. What did you think of 2019 as far as that goes? Uh, it's actually the reverse. I, I haven't watched as much TV shows. I've read more comics um, <laughs> than TV shows. Uh, I haven't watched any of the CW shows, so you can strike me down on that. Um, yes, yes, I am. I've seen the photos. Yeah. There's some there's some good things. Somewhere. Yeah. Josh, we'll go to you since you watch TV. <laughs> uh, well, no, he hasn't. I, I don't watch as much TV as I should. Um, 2019's been been fine. Um, I think for me, as someone that doesn't normally read mainstream stuff, getting f- fully into Hoxpox was kind of surprising. I mean, I, right. I I haven't read a mutant book in 15, 20 years. It's been a long time. And it was fantastic. Uh, props to Hickman and his team doing that. Um, now, I, I know you like the event. Yeah. Have you continued reading with the six books that are? I released? have not. I'm subscribing to X Men. Okay. But I've only read the first issue. I'm, I'm behind. Okay. Um, Marauders. Marauders is really good. Is that good? Yeah. Really? Okay. It is. How about Excalibur? I'm, I say that tongue in cheek, but yeah, I mean, I was surprised. I, I wanted to, no, <laughs> I wanted to hate the Summers book, and I really liked that, right? Uh, because I just there's nothing about Vulcan that intrigues me. Cyclops has never been a great character for me, so it was just like surprising to see them all kind of get along, and and also they live on the moon as part of right. uh, uh, the island growing anywhere it wants to. No, but finding out how it's staying alive is what I thought was the most interesting. Yeah. The symbiote relationship with almost all mutants. Well, and now they've basically established that they can't die. Yeah. I mean, that's the weirdest thing is, like, if we have a death in mutantdom, they're basically going to be reset. That's if... Well, he changed his name. Goldball is now... Oh, I, I forget what he's... He you get Kyle? Because people kept snickering when he said Goldball. Yeah. <laughs> No, we yeah, confused with Golden Rod. More is gonna, <laughs> gonna resurrect. That way they get the, then the X Men like uh, Infinity Lives are gonna be over. There's no Krakoa anymore. I mean, we could just gotta have her, you know, die, come back again, have a new timeline. I mean, did y'all read X Force? Yeah. Yeah. 
they have a little hitch in the road now. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they they don't have the memories. The conscience, yeah, yeah, the conscience are gone. So they immediately dealt with that, which is kind of exciting. But there, I guess there are pieces now. So if if you have Mora, if Mora dies, we can't reboot again. And I guess I'm assuming I call her Retcon. I'm assuming yeah, that she, is her name. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, they retconned her abilities, I think. I think but I call her Retcon character. because anytime she dies, she can retcon the oh, entire okay, universe. Yeah. So I still still probably the most chilling moment of that whole series was when the uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants get her, question her. She explains that she can reboot the universe and has lived through this over and over again, and this time she's actually trying to defeat mutants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mystique turns to Pyro and goes, make her remember what it feels like to burn. Oh, no, it wasn't Mystique. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Destiny. 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 Yeah. yeah, that was right. Yeah, that was that was a great Oh, man. Great Did you drop that little Easter egg that Pyro is Destiny's son? What? Wow. Because that that he called one of them Mother Mystique. Or one of, he yeah. called one of them Mother. I think it was just like a like a power kind okay. of thing. Because they were always kind of a couple. It was kind of... It was never brought out, but Claremont has always said that Mystique and um, Destiny were a couple. Okay. And also Mystique's like... Uh, her okay with being on the council is that she wants her back, so... Right. That's I thought you meant... So we'll see how that goes. Pyro and Destiny were a couple, and I was like, wow, we could... <laughs> Calling her... Well, Her mother is uh, Pyro likes milk. They're gonna they're played by Mike Pence in the TV version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I have planned today is we're gonna do uh, a year in um, award show. Um, next is your podcast award show. Um, I came I came up with a ballot. Um, I had a lot of our comic book um, knowledgeable friends. Uh, weigh in. Then I had people that love movies, way movie and TV shows weigh in. All right, and we have our winners. So um, let's argue. We're, we're going to argue about it. Um, <laughs> I do so not believe in the masses. They pick terrible this stack shit. And hand it down the car. Take this stack, hand it to Josh, and take this stack for yourself. Did you do prep work for the show? It's amazing. There's a isn't first it? time for everything. And only time for everything. Only time. <laughs> If this goes well, it may I may keep it around. Um, so, our first category is um, best TV show, non CW. Uh, Kyle will have that one. Wow. And there are I two. Will, do I know? There this are is two. where we're going to argue. Okay. This is where we're going to argue. All right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the nominees are. The Walking Dead Season 10. Nah. Well, how is that up there? Please tell me. Preacher Season 4. Maybe. Watchmen no. Season 1. Yeah. The Boys Season 1. Doom Patrol Season 1. Yes. Yes. Titan Season 2. No. Kyle, will you please announce the winner? I can't. I can't agree with this one. You open it already? Watchmen. Yes. Watchmen Season yes. 1. Yes. This is the hard part for me. Watchmen is so great, and as much as we discuss it, but Doom Patrol has one of the best episodes of television. Danny the Street. Yeah. Danny the Street. That, <laughs> yes. I mean, so good. And just to have that concept brought on television and communicated so well. Right. Just the song. the song, that, that whole moment is so good. Is it better than Watchmen, though? No. I, no. 
and and I'll I'll make this argument, and I'll make this argument later on when we do the Watchmen review the next episode um, after this at the four o'clock hour. I thought episode one did such a great job of blending real world past events, history, historical events that we don't know about into this Watchmen world. Episodes two through four were really good and it did great world building, introducing characters where you realize that this isn't just Watchmen adjacent, but this is a Watchmen sequel. And then you get to episode five, which is about Looking Glass. And I remember ending that episode thinking, this may be the best episode of television this year. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a, a sequel to the comic, not the movie, right? Yes. It's the, the comic. comic, yeah. And then you get to episode six the next week, and you're just blown away, and you're like, okay, this is the best episode of television. And then they come, and the, the style they use with all black and white and her doing yeah. that little trippy <clears throat> mind melt thing was great. And then you get to episode seven, and you're like, Okay, and then episode eight. Okay, this is the best episode of television. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to get tonight <laughs> I, I for know. episode nine of the season finale, but if that's the track record, oh my gosh, how could this not be the best television show? Then, uh, everyone here has a theory how it's going to end. It's going to end in, if it ends like the graphic novel, it's going to end in despair. We, we have to save it for next hour, but... Mm-hmm. I do want to say that I feel bad for Doom Patrol because if Watchmen had started in January, right. Doom Patrol to me is a total shoe in. Well, and Danny the Street as a single episode would be a total shoe in. But like you just expressed, Adrian, almost every single episode of Watchmen not only is better than the one before it, but when they did the nostalgia episode, I got done thinking that's going to win some awards. Yeah. And then they freaking did the Dr. Manhattan episode last night, or uh, last sorry. Week. Yeah, last week. And I was like, oh, that's got to win some awards. And I'm just like, right. I, I feel bad for Doom Patrol because Doom Patrol is really, really groundbreaking and great and fun. And I'll say this. <clears throat> I feel bad for the boys. Because oh, yeah. I don't. I, 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 don't I, I love because that season. It is, it is great. And I think it brings in non-comic book readers to watch a show, and it's become. Uh, it's what's weird is it's so super violent, and it's a. I think it's becoming a tentpole for Amazon Studios because it's they their use, number one watch show. Yeah, period. they pr- promote it all the time. Um, let's move on to the next category, which is best TV show, CW, and I will be Josh reading that one. But the nominees are, well, of course we know them as CW. So Supergirl, Arrow. Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and Riverdale. How about Batwoman? She got it thrown in this season, too. Once again, the nominees are Supergirl. The, I'm sorry. The deserving nominees are Supergirl, wow. Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, and Riverdale. You know, I don't know if you should be allowed to do this because he doesn't watch any of those series as it is. And the winner is... <laughs> <clears throat> and the winner is... Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. As well, it should be. People have spoken and are correct this time. Yeah, they have spoken. <laughs> Wait, they were correct last time, too. <laughs> Watchmen is the best TV show. Wait, they'll be wrong. <laughs> oh, you have no hope. Wait, wait, time, I know what dude. this is. This is that David Lindelof. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's exactly, exactly. what it is. I, I, I just, okay, look. I loved Lost, but that ending was weak. All right. I loved, uh, I wanted to love his alien film okay. that was just a hot mess. All right. I watched the first season of The Leftovers 
and man, just it's so depressing. But I heard he actually stuck. I heard he. On that. I heard he pulled off the ending. So then, I'm hopeful for an ending in Watchmen. And if anybody watches the HBO sanctioned podcast for the Watchmen, it's great. You understands what kind of depth and care that Lindelof took with this property. How much he cares about the Watchmen. Um, we'll talk about it in the the next podcast. But um, did you uh, did you hear about what they did? Just to come up with the reparations. No, I will. I will give you that story on the next show. But it is fantastic, and it shows you how much detail they went into this freaking show. And that, my friends, is a cliffhanger. That, that's called a tease. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, do we all agree that Legends of Tomorrow is the best CW show? Yes. Uh, okay, I will is just it the say the best or is it the funnest. I, both. I, both. I voted for it based solely on the fact that I've only seen the first season, which was meh, but every one of you that I know has raved about how good it's been from season two on, which has made me want to watch it. And so I voted for it, even though I love The Flash. I, I almost... I may have voted for The Flash, actually. Hey, let me... <laughs> the problem with Flash... Uh-oh. He runs fast. No. It's, no. Um, Is that the same thing every it, time? <laughs> constantly fighting a speedster... But it's but like this season, like Daniel Panabaker becomes Killer Frost, but she's so sweet that they have to remove the killer from her name so she can just be Frost. Yeah. Well, and and I was like, I kind of wanted to see her dark, but I don't think that actress can well, go dark. Well, okay, I have a question because, like you called me out on, I don't watch CW shows, although I have been watching Crisis. Um, is the Flash the same without um, vibe? Without. Cisco? Yeah, without Cisco. Well, have you watched the most recent episode? No, I have not. Spoiler. No, I'm just going to leave it there. Okay, fine. That's called tease, too. Um, <laughs> I will say I, I didn't even vote for any of those. I voted for Black Lightning because I heard that was really good. Power it is. People. It is. As well. Um, so that's just the one I heard was the best out of all those. But I voted for Legends because it's the most fun. Legends Season is the most fun. Was tr- they were trying to be too serious. You're trying to be stay on this whole rigid rules about time travel yeah. after they realized how stupid that was season two and on it's like let's just have fun yeah Gr- group of misfit superheroes trying to save solve time capers and come on it, when the team of villains in season two is called the legion of doom that show is just fun yeah everything they put together and even when uh it's you know kind of touching it's a great story fair enough all right next category is best comic book movies Animated 2019. Um, the nominees are Reign of the Superman, uh, DC, um, Batman Hush, DC. There's a theme with these kind of animated movies. That's um, out? They're all no. DC. Yes, How there's a theme. Hold on. And what? No, I guess it was last year. Last year. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That would definitely win hands up. Um, <laughs> Batman and uh, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was a fun one. Uh, Justice League in the Fatal Five. Uh, Teen it? Titans Go versus Teen Titans. There's the door. <laughs> and the winner is Clay. The people have spoken and the people are wrong. It's Batman Hush. Yeah, I don't think they actually watched it. I don't think so either. I I think people voted for that because like that's a very well known book. But I yeah. think uh, Teen Titans, that, that movie was so. Oh, Justice League versus Fearsome Five was awesome. That was my vote. It brought you back to the Bruce Timm universe. The, the Teen Titans movie was last year. 
This oh, is, I thought that. Oh, yeah. this is the, the Teen Titans Go versus, versus Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. Yeah. yeah, the movie would have won. Yeah, because that was really good. Yeah, yeah. that was. What did they change no, in Hush? Do y'all know the details? Oh, yeah. Was, okay. Kyle well, notes. If it was in this. Yeah. Do you want to know? Nothing could yeah. beat Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Hush isn't Hush. The Hush is Riddler. What? In Batman Hush, the Riddler ends up basically uh, teaming with Hush, kills Hush, and takes the identity. Now he's, the uh, to prove himself, the mastermind uh, uh, equal to Batman. So, all right, wait. <laughs> so, if DC's going to make animated versions of classic graphic novels because they did the same but, thing with uh, Killing Joke too right they added yeah. all the stuff in there that doesn't need to be there the reason why I didn't like the Killing Joke right so it's like so it's like why bother doing well, this why make of, Hush Riddler why look at the Reign of Superman the Reign of Superman was basically you have the Cyborg Superman destroy uh, destroy uh, Coast City and it's the big part with Green Lantern but this is oh it's Darkseid Darkseid's pulling all the strings this is my DC animated universe face right here. Like, why? 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 Make it different, maybe? To but then why do it in the first place? Because it's, it, the it's the DC. Well, well I think they do it like no in New Frontier. It. New Frontier is one that, that is uh, as good as the book. Yeah, well, exactly. Almost. Almost as good as the book. And they changed that one, too. They, they, they need to make that 20 minutes longer, and I'll, I'll agree with you. And I think wow. Flashpoint was as good as the book. Oh, was, I love Flashpoint. Here's the point. It's the DC comic book universe but it's their new 52 animated universe that's oh. why the changes are happening you've got it's new, it's new 52 it's it's that's the thing yeah but see some of their movies like the suicide squad aren't in there that's a video game tie-in so it's like i don't understand the reason to have like different universes within their animated they could just all be whatever yeah. fair enough this Man, is a good conversation power snoring at the front. Uh, or have we done animated shows animated. animated shows in that i did not have animated tv oh, okay. shows this year um my knowledge on that is very limited. So, <laughs> Daniel should be here. No, they don't. Okay. No, because we had that one uh, mistake uh, two, yeah. three years ago. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> which, which I almost tried to reference, but then I didn't remember what it was, so Thank it would have failed. Doing that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and the winner. Win- yeah. Yes. But they gave it to La La Land, right? La La Land. Yeah. Yes. I was gonna say, and the winner is Doom Patrol. We won't yeah. have this mistake today. Um, <laughs> so, our next category is best comic book movies live action. Uh, this is this man, is a shoe in. I guarantee Kyle, it's a shoe in. I'm a little. Uh, uh, we'll get to it. Uh, my man Kyle will be announcing the winner, but the nominees are Shazam from DC, yes. Avengers Endgame from Marvel, Joker from DC, Spider-Man Far From Home from Marvel and Sony. Very close. Captain Marvel um, is from Marvel, and then <laughs> Poor you're a, so tired. It, I am so tired. I know dude. I can see um, Marvel from Marvel. Uh, Alita Battle Angel, um, and the winner is Kyle. Joker. Alita. It's no, no it's you liar. <laughs> oh man, I forgot that came out this year. What is that? So <laughs> so much so much has happened, right? I mean, I it's like, like it's yeah. been two years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Been a while. Well, I mean. Between emotionally between um, Infinity War and Endgame, that is a long way. And then what happens at the end of Endgame, which spoiler alert, after movies been out for eight months, um, you know we have the uh, death of one of our heroes. It takes its toll, and you probably. 
Like, we almost needed that Far From Home. It was kind of like with at the end of Infinity War. We needed Ant-Man as a wa- and the Wasp as a palate cleanser. Oh, um, Spider-Man Far From Home. And Far From Home was kind of a palate cleanser. Um, although, well, they opened it well. Yeah, they opened it well. That was that was the main reason, because you're like, oh, we've got to deal with Tony, we've got to deal with this, and they made it light and funny to bring you in. Yeah, and um, I thought Far From Home was a good movie. Did, um, my vote in this was Joker. I just I, I look at it as a movie. Um, Endgame was a great spectacle. It was a great culmination of a feat that I don't think even Marvel will be able to. No, it, it's it like was. An it's like a I huge agree with Adrian. It was. Heroes and villains yeah, on it was at one time. Yeah, but I'd still say it's a great accomplishment. Oh it, no, 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 it is, it is. Yeah, no, it's a great accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, Twenty-three movies tying together. I don't think it's never been done before. They have changed movie making as it is. I don't know for better or worse, but they've changed movie making, and I. Am very skeptical on whether they can pull it off again. They can. I, I think um, they, they hit. They hit. The, in my opinion, they hit the peak. They did an amazing thing. Now Marvel's going to have to. If they're going to do it again in any form or fashion, they're going to have to figure a different direction to go, pull something different than what they were doing with this current last twenty-three films. And I think they'll they'll be able to do that. Um, I'm very interested. Well, we'll get to that later on in the show. But I think I thought Joker was a better film. Um, if we're just looking at films and. Well, That's why that was my vote. Look at it this way. Endgame was your summer big blockbuster. It was. The Joker is an actual piece of art, in my opinion. It's yes. a well, story well done. It keeps you on your toes. It, it, that's an actual film. I haven't seen Joker, but I guess it's weird to call it art, because I guess I look at Todd Phillips, and I don't think of him as an artist. And, but and, but and, it's the movies he shouldn't. pulls from. It's the movies he pulls from. Taxi Cab and all the stuff that he's... All the different, like... The, yeah. The, uh, yeah. King, yeah. King comedy. King comedy. Yeah. Um, you can see that, and the cinematography in that movie is just beautiful. Um, there's the, everybody talks about that shot where Joker's coming down the stairs. Um, my favorite shot in the movie is when he's beaten down and he's about to walk back down the stairs, but the shot's from the other angle, and you can see the the city skyline in the background, and it's almost like New York in that time period was a character in that movie and a movie that we didn't have many characters in it. It was mainly Joaquin Phoenix just doing his thing. You mean Gotham? Yeah. Go- hey. Oh, Gotham. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Can, I, and I, I think I've said this before in the podcast, but can we just reflect back on the list that you read of films in one year? Right. Avengers Endgame, the culmination of 23 Marvel superhero movies. Right. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Hellboy, and that's well, Hellboy which get Hellboy wasn't we? Fight, there are two <laughs> movies I left off this uh, even for the running. Hellboy Actually, and what? Dark Phoenix. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, so so that's just that's and just the I Marvel the, Studios. And I left stuff. off the kitchen because nobody went and saw that movie. Yeah, or but, those that did regretted it apparently. Yeah. But then you have Joker, you have Alita: Battle Angel, and it's like. Can you imagine? Well, no, just well, no, I mean, 30 years ago, if you had told young right. me that there was going to be one year with all those movies and that's the best of the crop, well, not even that. You I could, would have been like, you like, could I can't wait for the future. <laughs> and and then you tell me Donald Trump is president, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you could so. argue Battle Angel, though, because a lot of people don't know where it's from a comic book. They know from it as an anime. Well, yeah, right. true, true. True, and as a manga, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the no, I, I know, I, I know, but, but, yeah. right, you might right. know it, but I knew it from as an anime, first, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a manga. 
All right, so our next category, and I believe it's, it's going to be it's Josh, but it's going to be best superhero-inspired movies. These are movies that, in a perfect world, would be from a comic book genre, but they're not from a basic comic book. Um, I had to add... I had to add Raising Dion just to have more more titles in it, even though that was a show. Yeah. But I thought it it was so good that we had to add it in there. Um, but the nominees are Glass, um, Brightburn, Raising Dion, and El Chicano. Josh, the winner is <laughs> Glass with an exclamation mark. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I wanted you to say it with emphasis. I um, did. I did. I, I, glass. Gla- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my freaking glass! Right. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. Um, say what you want to about M. Night Shyamalan. I thought that... Uh, what's the movie that uh, last year that came out um, before Glass? Split. I thought Split was a really well-done movie, and it was such a great surprise to see at the end that this was all tied into the same universe. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the Marvel movies, but on a different, on a very smaller scale. On an indie and level. On an indie level. And I thought Glass was a pretty well done movie altogether. Um, Brightburn had his freaking issues. We're not going to get into that. And then El Chicano, I don't think anybody saw it. I hadn't even heard of it when I saw right. the list. So. Um, I, I, like I said, I had, to dig for some, I, had to, I had to dig for some movies in that one. So came up. what's it about? Uh, the pitch. You can't pitch. really throw it in there if you don't know what it's about. Yeah. Can you cut Mike Four? <laughs> but no, and um, they do. <laughs> they're high schoolers and they're scared of me. I mean, how do we know it's a <laughs> how do we know it's a real movie? I mean, you might just be making. You know, it up. is a real movie. I did some research on it. Um, I, it like, once again, we're in hour 30, 31 or you something. You got an iPad like there? So read my, it off. Come on, what's it about? I'd have to look it up and get off track. So no, um, you didn't see it. You can't talk about it. Talk. If about I have the life. internet, I can talk about it. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I can. I it's like Thank watching you. Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling me a lesbian? <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you just did charge running the show. Thank you. I do. I do have a fun fact I learned from a uh, another podcast the other day. This is the twentieth. This week, twenty years ago, Stuart Little came out. Okay. Do you know who co-wrote Stuart Little? M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. Really? According to this. Uh, 302010 podcast. Somebody brought that up. I think it was uh, Diana brought up that uh, M. Night Shyamalan co-wrote Stuart Little, which explains the end when they're all dead. So, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> spoiler. 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 Spoilers. All right. So now we're going to move on from um, the world of film and television. We're going to move to what we're really about, which is comic books. Um, oh, we our are? next... Um, <laughs> Where our all ne- the movie ideas come from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, our next topic is, and it's so ironic that Clay is going to be announcing the winner. It's his favorite topic. But we're going to announce the best <laughs> comic book event it's book. My favorite topic. Of 2019. Mm-hmm. Because you love comics. <laughs> yeah. And the nominees are War of the Realms from Marvel, Heroes in Crisis from DC, Deceased from DC, Absolute Carnage, Marvel, and House of X and Powers of Ten, Marvel. The winner is, Clay? The best comic book... Don't you start your rant. No, please start your rant. 
best comic book event is House of X, Powers of X by Marvel. Thank you, Clay. And they're correct. By a landslide. By a landslide. Uh, yes, the people I, have spoken and the people are correct. You loved War of the Realms. I love, I love I, War of the I, Realms, I will, too. I will always, I will go to my deathbed raving about Jason Aaron's run on Thor. Um, and to see it, this, as much as we have issues, and I think we all have issues with big event books. Um, yeah, and it costs re- cost us all a lot of money. It costs us a very lot of money. I'm not even going to go into how much I lost on, on that War of the Realms, but I oh, thought it was I- worth it um, for the most part. There were some issues that weren't worth it, but for the most part, the run was very good. Um, but House of X and Powers of Ten changed the landscape. Like, it got people that haven't, like, I'm like, Josh, I haven't read a mutant book in 25 years. Um, well, it was the only know. hopeful book. Huh? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, there you I go. like that. I mean, and, and so it brought me back to X-Men. Um, I actually have two of the six titles on my pull list. Um, as a matter of fact, House of X made me create a pull list just so I make sure I get the books and the covers that I wanted. Because I, 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 after reading issue two of Power of House of X, I mean that was just a game changer as far as just comics. Yeah, it was just a really I couldn't believe Hickman pulled that off. I hope this is a shift towards uh, doing mutants in a better way, being more hopeful and looking forward, and not just oh we're down to one forty six. Oh all the mutants have died again. Oh you know it's just. Yeah. The same thing over and over Here comes again. The Phoenix Force. Let's re- resurrect every mutant out there. Yeah, I I just really like this hopeful idea, and yeah, we see we see some changes uh, in already limit limiting them and resurrecting each other. But it's just like I love Pepe Larraza's art. I've loved the Marauder Marauders and what they're doing with Kate, and uh, just all the books are fun. Like I get excited, yeah. you know. And and it is and. Um yeah, Pepe Larraza's art. Let's so good. So good. That scene <laughs> when um, Wolverine's on the space station. Yes. That, that, oh, that, that yeah. whole, not not just a panel, but the whole page of him having the conversation with Nightcrawler. Yeah. One of my best, one of my favorite pages of the year. And then uh, Cyclops at the end, too. Yeah, and Cyclops at the end. Um, I mean, and there's just some, like, how he drew... When in issue one, when um, when the Fantastic Four captures um, Victor Creed, um. and and Cyclops shows up, and it, you're going down to this where you think where they're they're not giving in. Scott wants them back, but they're not giving in, and you think there's going to be an absolute showdown, and then that one panel just Scott just kind of turning, and he's like, okay, do what you want with him. You know, we'll get him. And, I mean, just the way he drew that one panel of Scott, um, you could see, you could feel the emotion where he's just like, all right, do what you want. We're still going to get him. You know, and I just thought his art was just great. No, it's it's the point where he goes... And tell Franklin if he ever wants to come back to his family, he's always welcome. And yeah, like, that was like, the kicker. Oh, yeah, that's, just, that's yeah. yeah. No. Well, and two, I'm a little disappointed because he has he, almost all the little throwaway lines throughout the whole series. He paid off in some way. Well, that's the only one he didn't. 
it's going to come eventually. Yeah, I think we're going to see it in a series. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a Fantastic Four X Men crossover series. It starts in January. Well, and, is and it going to be written by Hitman or is it somebody? Else? Um, I think it's. I think it's whoever's writing FF currently. Kelly isn't Thompson. It? Kelly Thompson. Yeah, Ooh. maybe not. I'll read it then. Well, too. Yeah, no, I think Dan Slott is. Okay, okay. so so but two but two Clay's criticism. The, the other great thing about Hawkspox and the reason it deserves to win is it was tight, and they they sold it as two series that are one, and if you only bought those two series, you got the whole story. And you didn't they, have to go off seeking these one shots that filled in a gap. It was two series as one. You read them. You got everything. You know what? Uh, and I think as well documented that I didn't like um, Pox in the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but, it but towards the end, you realize why it was so great and why it was needed in the whole storyline. And it ended up paying, like I think the whole series just ended up with such great payoffs. And, and it really set a tone and a new tone for mutants. And that's, sorry. and that's almost why I've been reluctant reading all the new series, is I like it as its own little thing. Right. I, I like it as mm. a story from start to finish that certainly opens up future stories. But you kind of, I mean, the way that it ends, it, it, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, it ends kind of like Return of the Jedi. There's all this hope. More stories could be told, but you kind of, you walk away feeling like, okay, I'm good, I you know? Yeah. Right. Okay, real quick, FF X-Men, Chip Zdarsky along with oh, Terry whoa. and Rachel Dodson. Yeah. Oh. I'm in. Yeah. So I'm here. <laughs> you know what? It, it, the, the sad part about it is is that the way I had to do the ballot was that you get to write in your own when you got to the writers and the artists and stuff. Um, Chip Zdarsky didn't get enough love, but I... Um, the comic book shop I had had a dollar sale on our back issue, so I was like, well, I have just about everything because I've actually been spending money on comics this year. Let me go get that Chip Zdarsky run. There's only like 13 issues. And so I went and picked it up. And Ch Chip's run on what? Uh, uh, Daredevil. Oh, okay. Daredevil. Um, it's Clay. so good. Oh, wow. And it is really great. If you um, can zoom in, this is the cover for FF X-Men in January. All right. And Chips of Darcy's gonna be writing that, so that means that that'll be another book I will add to mine because I just love his writing and he—it's Daredevil is so tight, and I, I really don't realize the art because the I'm just paying attention to the writing. And it, the story is so great. He had two two books that I was really big on. He had a one-shot Spider-Man book mm -hmm. that was fantastic, and then he had a two. Uh, uh, two issue story with Sandman right. that was in Peter Parker that was really good. And I think that was Chris Bocciolo art. Right. Yeah. And, just and you know what? The funny thing about it is, and I'll say this um, and try not to sidetrack, but even if that book was written by Dan Slott, I'd read it just because of the two issue arc of Hulk versus the thing this yeah. year. That was that amazing. That was so great. And not um, even that, it's Immortal Hulk versus yeah, the yes. thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, so our next category is best comic book um, ongoing run from DC or Marvel, and uh, the nominees are Batman by Tom King, um, X Men, Hickman, and Immortal Hulk. Hey, I threw one in there too. I ain't got time to read off all the ones. I did, which is you get to read it and I complain. Know. You could have hosted the show. Um, and 
Immortal Hulk. Next time. <laughs> and Immortal Hulk by Al Ewing. And the winner is. Uh, no, can't really read it that well here. Immortal Hulk. Uh, Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk. Yeah. Um, I've been picking this one up as trades as they come out. I've been getting it as a series because it's cheaper that way, and we won't yeah. get into that. But it's cheaper getting it digital as a as a trade than it is to pick up individual issues. It's a good book. I won't argue, but I yeah, pick, I, I picked it up. I just haven't book. read it yet. See, yeah, Justice League was my choice. The current run of Justice League I've been going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gosh, let me look Justice up. League is Snyder. Yeah, Snyder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or actually, didn't it tr- switch over to Tyrion? I think so, yeah. yeah. Not, yet. not yet. It hasn't switched over. Uh, James Tyrion. So, yeah, so it's and still it, Snyder. And it would be, uh, it's not James, it's someone else. I'm trying to remember. Oh, really? Okay. James taking over Batman. Oh, that's right, yes. Um, who is it? Tom Taylor, I think, is writing. Man, that guy's like, a monster. He I just does writing. everything. Like I that that one one book I did not read was his deceased, but I've heard great things, so that's why I'm gonna pick it up. But out of all of those, that was the only one I missed. Yeah, they're advertising deceased on the CW commercials now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you mean they finally got their drummers and are promoting comic books? Yes. Comic yes. Oh wow. <laughs> hey, you guys might like this. Yeah. <laughs> DC Universe goes zombie. <laughs> all right. Um. So the next category is. Best uh, comic book ongoing run indie. Um, Saga. Now, uh, as a caveat, I Saga. Had, huh? Saga. <laughs> Saga. If Saga. it was only me and you, um, the nominees are Saga, uh, Die, okay, uh, by Taryn Gillen. By Taryn Gillen. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's really good. Um, Better be healing or getting superpowers, Daniel. Yep. Uh, Gideon Falls. Yeah. And um, we'll go with Black Science. <laughs> Did you just make that last one up? Yeah. No, it's one of the... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All, right, all right. I just... Like I said, because we oh, had everybody... Oh, you take their one, but you can't take my one? <laughs> it's funny because I voted for Black Science. <laughs> there you go. There's our... He's here. Alex is right here. That's fine. He took his one, and I didn't get my Justice League. What the hell? Hush, little baby, don't say a word. <laughs> anyway, the the nominees, those are the nominees. Josh, can you read the winner? Yeah. The people have spoken. They are right. Gideon Falls. Gideon Falls oh, is such so a great good. book. This book is written by Jeff Lemire. Um, I can't remember who's the artist on it. I can't remember it. the artist either. I'll, but I'll Andre Sorrentino. Ah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Ask the expert. Um, but it, it, after uh, I've been picking this also up in volumes, and... You know, as you read, you know the first few issues and in, in the volume, it's good. Yeah, it gets you hooked. And every volume, the last page, you're like, "What yep. the hell did I just read?" Yep. And it was the same way in volume one. It's the same way in volume two, and it is the same way in volume three. Um, we still have, as a panel, have not gotten together and talked about volume three yet. And we won't do it here, but I think we can all agree that this book is just great. I've never read it. It's it's fantastic, <laughs> and 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 something the it team because it probably doesn't have Elmer Fudd in it. That's why you guys have read it. <laughs> something <laughs> something the team pulls off really well. Like, and I think we've all said this independently. But if you only read Volume One, you walk away feeling kind of confused and maybe a little bit yes. betrayed, right? Once you start reading Volume Two, you realize that n- nothing in that book is random. 
or just put no. there as like a storytelling device. Everything is very tightly choreographed. But what's amazing like is, y- yes, yeah, th- this is a very tight episode <laughs> actually. Um, but uh, <laughs> say bye bye to it. <laughs> well, but. It, but that doesn't mean that when you read it, you like to me, what makes Gideon fall so great is I read it. I f- still feel a little befuddled. And then I, my brain starts processing it. And I'm like a day or two later, everything kind of falls into place. And I'm like, oh, you know, so it just it's that sort of thing that just kind of grabs you and you just keep thinking about it. Well, it's thinking this big about mystery. It. And actually, it's kind of like um, I don't know if anybody went and saw Knives Out. Yeah. Which is a great murder mystery. Oh, right so now. good. Uh, would everybody know sports? But what I'm saying the dog is, did is it. that <laughs> during the whole two-hour run of that movie, you're trying to figure out you're trying to figure out what happened and who did it. And it's the same way with Gideon Falls. Every page is some new little piece of information. There's some new little, there's great character moments, but you still don't know what's going on. But it's so well written and so tight that you want to keep reading to find out what is going on. Um, why is this warping my mind and making me stay up at night trying to figure out what did I just read in, episode, in, in issue number six that you know one of those type deals um, and then as far as the writer Jeff Lemire he is just killing it on just about everything everything he does everything he's writing right now I, is killing it I just got his new series from TKO Sentient and I haven't read it yet but okay. I'm really excited because I'm so into Gideon Falls. Is, is he pretty much with every publisher? He's not just exclusive. About, yeah. Yeah. Seems like he's got a book out just about everywhere. And I, I believe his Vertigo book um, is getting picked up for series. You mean the DC Black Label book? There's they change. There's no. There's no. Uh, more well, but what, what was his uh, five volume book with? Um, oh my God! I hate that I can't think of this. Black Hammer. No. Um, the kid that has the deer. Oh, sweet tooth. Sweet tooth. I was just looking it up. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Gideon Falls been picked up too. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's it was picked adult. up in volume one. Like they bought it that quick. Yeah. They bought it. And well, they like, and then they were like, "Wait, we can't have some new show yet." Yeah. Yeah. What is it about right. again? So wait, who, who picked it up? That I'm not sure. No, I, it was just optioned. Okay. It was optioned. Um, but you ha- have you read Gideon Falls, Alex? Oh, I read the first issue. That's all. Yeah, that's it so far. I asked you. It's been picked up by Hive Mind Productions in 2018. Thank you, Kyle. In October 2019, it was announced that James Wan, alongside the Atomic Monster partner uh, uh, Michael's Clear, have joined as executive producers. Ooh, I love James Wan. Yeah, me too. Well, we know why you love James Wan. Fast and Furious fan. Quarter mile at a time. He did Aquaman. Also, shout out to Coda. Didn't he do Swamp Thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Coda. Yeah, he On uh, from Boom Studios. Boom Studios, the book Coda. Is yeah. yeah. Really good. Really good. Yeah, you go check it out. At least get the first issue. I What I'm surprised is we haven't talked about like big things like the Walking Dead ending this year. We're going to get to that. Oh, okay. I think, I think it was just because it was so Sorry. like... Uh, we got, we got well, hush, we're going to talk about... We, we're gonna, yeah. uh, I have... <laughs> well, I have... I, 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 We'll get to that. You might want to finish up our things. We have two more. We have two more. Um, <laughs> and, and because it's the show is about comics, I think these are two of the most important um, uh, list or, or categories. Um, the next is best comic book artist, and um, I'm going to narrow it down to three. I hope you're okay with that, Kyle. Pepe um, La Raza. Pepe La Raza. 
Um, Mike Del Mundo. No, mm. he was. He, no one <laughs> voted for Mike Del Mundo. After after nobody uh, voted realms? for Mike. De, no one voted for Mike Del Mundo. Um, Ryan Stegman. Yeah. Absolute carnage, and I'm gonna butcher his last name, but Tom Skiolia. Yes. Uh, uh, those are the two, <laughs> or those are the three finalists. Um, You're forgiven. And, and the winner is the winner, Alex. What? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Gallimore, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Uh, Ryan Stegman, Absolute Carnage. I, I I do love that book. That the, book the is pages great. are are great. They I haven't finished it, but yeah, I mean, when he does a splash page in that. Uh, how about the splash page when Carnage takes over Hulk? Ooh, yeah. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Seven oh. minutes. Um, I thought that was just great. Um, Pepe Lee Ross, great on Hoxpox. Tom Scala, great. M- Del Mon- uh, Mike Del Mundo. Mike Del Mundo. Hell, I like uh, Chichetto. Was, Tom. The, Tom. Yeah. I think he's one of the Marvel Young Guns. He's great. Um, we just have some really good, great artists out there right now. Working for both DC, Marvel, and the indie books. Yeah, who who are, who are we missing? Who are we not I talking voted about? For Jorge Jimenez. Jorge yeah. Jimenez. You know what? Crap. He should. He was one of the finals too, but somebody forgot to type in his last name as a capital. That's why it came in as two. But he had two. He had a couple votes too as well. Um, but yeah, Jorge Jimenez is phenomenal. Um, and Clay Man's pretty good. Too. I think. Oh yeah. I, I think uh, him and Tom Kim are becoming a great pair. Yeah. I love Clayton Crane. Oh. I love his art, too. Now, I will say, it's funny how, if you talk about three or four years ago, what that list of your favorite artists are, how much this list differs. Yeah. I mean, we have some great young artists coming along. Yeah. And um, some of them aren't even young. They're just new to the game and, and getting realized. All right, so we're running out of time. Our last and probably my favorite is Comic Book Writer of the Year. Um the nominees <laughs> and really huh she said Leah <laughs> fair enough Leah Williams oh, I know that's my baby hey, hey, hey Leah hey, hey, hey. Uh, um, <laughs> well then I'm gonna support uh, Donnie Cates Donnie Cates should win yeah he didn't um, <laughs> we're gonna go down to two the finals the people are wrong again there were two finals and really you really can't you can make an argument but it's Al Ewing and Tom King and the and victor is Donny Cates. <laughs> I like how this goes. That's what, right, if you right read the Donny answer and you don't like it. I see Donny Cates, don't you? The people have spoken. Donny Cates. The people is just play. <laughs> we love your run on Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, fan of Redneck. Uh, I continue I to buy, too. buy all your books. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's I been an error. You guys. It's La La Land. La La Land. I want to leave it at Donnie Cates. I like Donnie. <laughs> Donnie's a friend of the show. He gave us some information earlier last year, this year, and it paid off. And we had to sit there and it's hold on to that information for almost six months. So, Donnie, you deserve winning. You, you knocked it out of the park with absolute carnage. I don't care what people said about your Venom run. It was really good. You know, and a good thing it wasn't Ali. Continuing. Ewing. He just I just, I just, I just have to point out, I just have to point out, whoever was officially on that sheet of paper, I believe a bunch of you guys met last weekend at the comic show. So, uh, apologies to your new best friend. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Oh, that's uh, why you put him on the list, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you made you a promise for some advertising or something? I really liked the Marvel one best. Yeah. I, I thought it was, no, it was. It was. Yeah. I, no, I, it, was, it, was, it was way better than it, I think it needed to be because it was just an anniversary. Thing, so. The problem with that is it didn't need to happen. Yeah. All right. That's true. All right. Yeah, so no, yeah. we're running out of time. We're running down. Give me what you're looking for the most in 2020 film, movie, or comics. Go. Actually, now that we mentioned it, the X- FF versus uh, X Men. Fair enough. Come back to me. Come back to you. Oh, you don't have a mic, so yeah. <laughs> uh, more Donny Cates. Oh. More Donny Cates. He's a, he starts his Thor run. I got one that's interesting. All gonna agree. Yeah. How Crisis is gonna finish out. Oh. Go ahead, Josh. Wonder Woman '84. Which will blend into what I have. So. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it starts next week, or I think it's this week. Doomsday Clock finally ends. Yep. Two and a half years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, two two years. I, I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> all things in. Time in there. What did Doctor Manhattan say? All things in. So, um, my what I'm looking forward to is I think 2020 will go down as the year of the female superhero. I don't think Doctor Manhattan says did all he, things in. He says it in episode. No, he didn't. He didn't. No. Fine. I'm I think he says things last forever. Uh, a variation of that. We're not going to sidetrack. We got a uh, one minute. Um, I think it's going to be the year of the woman. Sorry, I just we wanted have, to be right. We have <laughs> for TV. We have Batwoman coming back. We have Supergirl coming back. We have uh, Star Girl Girl coming. Yes. Green Arrow um, and the Canaries. We have um, Mar- uh, and Star Girl coming to the CW, not DC right. Universe. Um, we have Birds of Prey, Black we Widow, Black Widow. We have uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, just oh, a whole Birds of Prey. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the comic. Hold on, let let him have his breakdown, and, and then we'll go to the next. This is the next issue podcast. Um, thank you for Alex for coming out and hanging out with us. It's always a pleasure having you and on. Thanks for the books. Um, thank yes. you guys so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having um, me. Thank your girlfriend for coming out. Hey, babe. And then, um, guys, thank you for helping us try to raise money for charity. Um, I cannot be more proud of the group of people we have putting this together and doing the work that we're doing to raise it for people in need. And we do it out of the kindness of our hearts. We're not making any money off of it. And I can't thank you guys enough for tuning in, for bidding, for pledging. We still got Kevin out there. It's way too low. We got to get that high. We still got some. He needs a home. Great. He needs a home. And um, Richard, what you got for me? One hour left on the oh, auction. Oh, we only have one hour left for the auction. It's 4 o'clock. Um, so the auction stops at 5. So get in there, bid, get you something. There's got to be something in there that you can use or you can give as a gift for a friend uh, or family member. So um, for the guys on Next Issue, for Alex Gallimore, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you guys again soon. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue at uh, on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.